What's up everybody? It's Dan, Binder Boneyard, coming at you from the office desk of normal now. Uh, we are fresh back from Nationals 2019. Uh, it was quite the adventure. Um, we're going to get into all that here in a little bit. Um, but first of all, I'd like to start off with all the thank yous. Um, you know, at the show, met a lot of people that listen to this podcast, uh, that <clears throat> watch the shows on, uh, or the, whatever you call it, the bits on, um, YouTube and, you know, then of course the social media support and all that. It's, um, it's really surprising when, you know, so many people come up to me and say they enjoy the podcast or they enjoy <clears throat> whatever it is. And, you know, uh, I, <laughs> I don't think that anybody listens or anybody pays attention, but somebody must, because I get a lot of, uh, a lot of feedback on it and I appreciate all of it. I appreciate everybody that listens and tells their friends and, you know, makes the comments on Facebook about it. Um, you know, it just blows me away. So, uh, you know, thank you everybody for all of that. Um, you know, uh, I've gotten some questions from people about supporting the show or, you know, whatever. And, I try and direct them to the Patreon page. Um, you know, if you go to patreon.com, you can donate to the cause there. It's Binder Boneyard Podcast. And uh, it's, I mean, you can give like a dollar a month. And, and you know, it's just a recurring thing. If you really enjoy this or you want to contribute, um, you know, it's, it's greatly appreciated. And if you don't, then, you know, hopefully you just get something out of this, you know, um, we've had some other people donate stuff, Loctite, uh, supporter, um, you know, Sog knives, um, Wells workwear, some of that stuff, uh, has all been chipped in on this as well. So, you know, uh, it's, it's just nice. Uh, been talking to some guys from Eastwood um, before the sh before we moved, and uh, now that we're in the new space and ready to we're banging out work again, I'd like to rekindle that uh, conversation with Eastwood. So, anyway, um, you know, if you'd like to support the support the show, um, there's more than one way to do it. So, but I'm just grateful. I'm just super grateful for everyone that I met and everyone that you know, liked what we're doing. And, um, so thank you. Thank you, everybody. Uh, I can't say that enough. So, um, so we'll get into nationals. <laughs> so if you followed along on social media, you saw I had set up my black truck, uh, built a rack, put a scout tub on it. Um, tra traveler tub and, had a $3,000 transmission built for it 
because it has that Cummins, I run an automatic. It's a 518, so it's the all hydraulic, no electronic, um, overdrive, excuse me, overdrive automatic. Uh, it does have a toggle switch to uh, engage the overdrive, um, just so that I keep from <laughs> burning it up because uh, I do so much towing. So, um, loaded the trailer, put a 66 travel all in the trailer, filled it full of parts and pieces and everything else. <clears throat> the trailer and the travel all was full of stuff and headed out and uh, black truck was doing great uh, until <clears throat> we we're about 70 miles from home and the heater valve, the little selector valve in the heater hose blew the guts out and when it did that, it sprayed all of the water right into my air filter. And, you know, because it was a Cummins conversion, everyone just, no one builds a shroud or uh, air box or anything for their filter. They just let the filter hang out in there. And so when that hose blew, that selector blew, it just filled my air filter uh, full of water and then I sucked all that water in at speed and the best we can tell is that I hydrolocked the motor um, and blew out the head gasket uh, because we have coolant in the oil now and the bottom end makes a ton of noise and uh, yeah <clears throat> it's just bad times so had to fire up the AAA and uh, Josie, it was Josie's AAA, uh, and get towed back. And uh, so we left Monday at like noon. We lost seven hours in that ordeal. And, uh, and so came back. I got on the horn with Tom and uh ian the new guy and uh they started setting up the dodge um the dodge still had a trailer hooked to it so they had to unload the trailer get that situated get the dodge cleaned out um the ac on the dodge had quit working years and years ago and the dodge was starting to develop um overheating problems on on hard pulls and heavy pulls so I had Tom remove the um, AC condenser from in front of the radiator there. And uh, that made a huge difference, by the way. Huge difference in keeping it cool on the Midwest sections where it was 116 on the uh, heat index. Uh, but anyway, so haul that's back here. Got the Dodge set up. Did a quick check on it. And... Um, and then hauled ass because the trailer, we left the trailer on the side of the road um, wherever the black truck broke down. We just unhooked the trailer and then had the tow truck haul the, the black truck back. Um, and Josie, God bless her soul, she stayed with the trailer because we were in a really remote part of the state. And uh, there's a lot of graffiti and theft and vandalism that happens out. In that area, so uh, she 
She is a uh, concealed carrier and uh, a Krav Maga instructor. So um, if there's anybody you don't want to mess with, it's her because she will shoot you or gouge your eyes out. But <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so she stayed with the trailer while I went back with the tow truck and got the black, got the uh, black truck unloaded and put everything in the Dodge, and got the Dodge set up and hauled ass back to where the trailer was, hooked up the trailer, got Josie and started heading east. And from then, uh, it was pretty uneventful. Uh, we made it all the way to Ohio, um, no problems. The trailer tires on the passenger side were wearing a lot faster than the tires on the driver's side. And I'm not sure if it's from the shitty roads because, man, the roads are terrible back there, especially Indiana. I think Indiana had the worst roads that we were on. So I'm sorry if you're from Indiana, but, uh, yeah, it was like... There's a speed bump every fucking, I don't know, every uh, eighth of a mile. It's just this weird expansion joint bump, and it's just jarring, uh, especially in the Dodge with the super stiff springs and, you know, 80 PSI in the tires and everything like that. It just was, uh, was terrible. But um, so pulled off the... Uh, worst tire on the trailer and put on my spare which was brand new and uh and then yeah i went to the show um met everybody i'll talk about the show in a minute we'll just stick to the trucks uh went through the show left the show went to my brother's in kentucky uh he lives in elizabethtown kentucky and uh <clears throat> went down there saw him Hung out for a day and a half, got another tire to take care of the, because now the my spare is that worst trailer tire, so I had it replaced um, with a better tire, and then um, I changed that on the trailer myself just because I'm weird like that, and then uh, where did we go from there? Oh, drop down into Memphis. Um, Memphis, Josie really wanted to see that, um, and have some authentic barbecue and, uh, some other authentic Southern foods. And, uh, so yeah, that's what we did. Went to Memphis, uh, had some barbecue, hit a couple touristy barbecue places. Um, mostly because <laughs> our, our shuttle driver from the hotel, uh, <laughs> he suggested that we not go to some of the more authentic uh, Memphis areas because um, <laughs> we're pretty white. <laughs> and it made me laugh. Made me laugh pretty good um, because I think that's like reverse racism. I, I don't know. But anyways, it was probably better that way because... Um, I'm sure I would have got shanked or something. I don't know. It's, you know, when out here in the desert, I mean, there's like 20,000 people in our town. It's very um, not diverse at all. And, uh, you know, Central Oregon desert, it's just not a lot of diversity. So you go to these major cities with 
you know, a lot of poverty and crime and, and that kind of stuff. And uh, it's, it's always a, a reminder. Reminder that things are uh, a little different. So anyway, uh, yeah, I went around there and went downtown, did the tourist shit on uh, Beale Street, walked around, looked at some some stuff, read some science, took some pictures, um, Ubered, Ubered our way back to the hotel, uh, which is also nice. Ubers are so convenient, so convenient. Um, and so if you've never Ubered and, and you're in a urban center where you can give it a shot because it's just, it's so nice to, um, not have to worry about how you're going to get around and parking and, you know, it saves, it saves a ton of money. Especially if you're being a tourist. Yeah, saves a ton. Anyway, uh, so yeah, went around Memphis. This whole time, this entire trip, we've been eating Waffle House just about everywhere we can because we don't have Waffle Houses here in Oregon, and uh, it's one of my favorite places to eat. So every opportunity I got to have Waffle House, I did. Um, so yeah, it's good times there. Um and then so from Memphis we dropped to uh, Oklahoma. We went to Henrietta, Oklahoma, and picked up a job. Uh, Amy Amy Watkins. She has a seventy six Scout um, that we're doing a bunch of mechanicals too. Quick, I shouldn't say quick, but uh, pretty straightforward. Nothing nothing too out of the norm on that job. So picked that up. Went through some major thunderstorms, uh, pretty crazy. We get them here in Central Oregon also, but uh, not on the magnitude that they were, we saw there. I mean, just massive, you know, lightning storms for hours, hours, because they were out, we'd see them in the distance and just watching them flash and flash and just driving through them and having the lightning striking around us and that kind of thing. It just was um, definitely an experience that we're, we haven't seen in a while. Um, then on our way through Oklahoma, swung wide to this town called Altus. I think there's a there's an Air Force base there. Um, Altus, we picked up a Jeep Dana 300 for a job. Um because parts, gear parts like that across the Midwest are a lot cheaper than they are out here. Uh, so when I was back there, I got an AX-15 for a job. Uh, and then I got this 300. Uh, I also picked up a um, Pexto um, throatless shear. It's a little hand shear thing um, for just great to have in the shop for doing sheet metal work. Small cuts, short cuts. Uh, saves you having to jump on the big stomp shear. So, um, <clears throat> so did that. Uh, and then went, oh yeah, so from Oklahoma, started peeling up, went through Amarillo. Uh, and then uh, caught the corner in New Mexico. Uh, and then into Colorado, went up through, um, oh, what is that, 25 Highway 25 up into Colorado, and then at the top of Colorado, peeled off and uh, went into Wyoming, headed west on Wyoming, popped out there and 
Rollins, I believe. Uh, or no, Laramie. Popped out in Laramie. And then, uh, <clears throat> yeah, just then the rest of the way back, the way we came through Salt Lake City. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> through Salt Lake City and uh, Boise and then Central Oregon. And we were about 70 miles from home, almost the exact same spot uh, that we broke down going out. The transfer case let go in the Dodge. And uh, I can't tell exactly what happened. It sounds like a gear is trying to turn sideways in there. It's very crunchy, um, rhythmic clunking that's coming out of it. it sounds like a bad U-joint, but they're... The U-joints are fine. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm going to have to pull the transfer case and put, uh, I don't know, take it apart and just see what it is. Hopefully I don't need a whole new case. Um, but I don't know at this point. Maybe it would be better. The thing that uh, is irritating is that I had this transfer case rebuilt like two years ago. Um, and I had it done by a professional gear shop i paid you know top dollar for it so i had hoped that it would have held up longer um but i don't know uh so i'm gonna get the case out and see what the hell um and then what else that was really it you know i was really happy with the truck with the dodge being i mean damn things got almost five hundred thousand miles and it was 116 degrees uh, coming across Oklahoma and, and those southern states. I mean, it's just hot. I like the heat, but man, it just uh, it just sucks the energy out of you. And I mean, I know I was just driving, so it's not a lot, but it, it is. It's just a uh, it's stifling. It's hard to breathe, and you roll the windows down, of course, and just. You know, it only does so much. So I think um, when I build the K truck, that uh, air conditioning is probably going to be a little bit higher up on the list. Not necessarily for me <clears throat> as much because um, I can handle that stuff. And it's it's rough, but I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me as much. But like for Josie, it was hot. She was sweating like crazy and all of that. So, um, you know, put the AC together. And <clears throat> and so that's what we decided um, on this trip after so many, so many failures is that I'm just too hard on stuff. I am pushing one ton shit to the limit and... Um, and I need heavier duty stuff. So uh, I'm going to build that K truck and try to take into account that sort of stuff. Um, it already has. So I started out with a 45 um, K5 and put it on a 81 Chevy C30 chassis. So it was a one-ton dually um, single cab Chevy, two wheel drive, 
has a Dana 80 rear end, not a 14 bolt. It came with a Dana 80, which has a GVW of 10,000 pounds. So that was the up GVW truck. Um, so like even the Cowboy Dodge with the Cummins and all that, it only has a Dana 70 in the back. It's a Dana 70U, but still it's, you know, the Dana 80 is just a higher GVW rear end. It's got four inch axle tubes. Um, just a monster. So, um, it's got that and then being two wheel drive, I don't have to worry about a transfer case. Uh, the motor that I've got in it now is a, a DT 360, which is the international's straight six diesel, uh, out of a 92 school bus. So it's, um, all mechanical and, uh, pretty, pretty damn reliable, low miles. The thing's only got like 120,000 miles because the school bus rusted out around it. Um, it's got an Allison automatic, which is, um, I know some guys are rolling their eyes at that, but those, those Allison's are pretty sloppy and can handle a lot of abuse. And I like that. Uh, I like the idea that they're engineered to not hurt themselves. Um, so the school bus weighed, 18,000 pounds when I parted it out. Uh, this truck should weigh about 6,000 pounds when it's done. So the Allison isn't even going to feel it. Uh, and then when the truck's fully loaded, I don't think I'll be much more over 20,000 at its heaviest. And, um, you know, so that's just beginning to touch on what that drivetrain is used to handling. Um, that 360, I'm probably going to change the turbo and turn up the pump. Um, John, my friend John has a, uh, little cookbook that he goes by for turning those things up. So I'll probably just do what he does. I think he's at right two thirty at the wheels right now. Um, which is fine. Uh, I mean, the Dodge is only 160 horse, so 230 would be a uh, quite the improvement um so yeah um that's the plan with building the k truck just put ac in it and do some other stuff just to make it as reliable as possible the biggest radiator i can run big intercooler you know trans cooler power steering cooler oil cooler you know everything's gonna have a cooler on it um just you know this as least amount of hose clamped as I can try to have threaded fittings on everything and you know no barbs a lot of an and crimped hoses um, it's on it's gonna be on airbags all the way around so it'll be real low to the ground so you know airline semi truck airline and that kind of thing just real heavy duty that I can do um, 40 gallon fuel tank um, yeah just just try to be really thoughtful and 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 build this thing so that I don't have any troubles with my hauls. So, um, so that's it for the vehicle stuff. But as far as nationals go itself, it was great to see everybody. Um, great to meet the new people. Um, had some great conversations with Sean, Anything Scout, um, and John. At Super Scout and then the Lightline guys because we're a Lightline vendor now. So um, it was uh, 
it was good to talk with everybody. And then, of course, you know, Jeff from IH Parts is there. Mike at Scout Co. We ordered some stuff from him. Um, Phil Coonrod. I love talking to that guy. He's such a great guy. He's uh, he's always he's just so fun to talk to, and and uh, he's always got something funny to say. And he kind of like he's like my long lost dad in a sort of a way because he just is like the way he does things and the way he doesn't care about stuff and just drives junk across the country. It makes me laugh. And, and I, uh, I enjoy that about him. Uh, so, you know, and then all the other guys, the, um, you know, binder boys and Jesus, there's a bunch of other shops and vendors and stuff. I don't remember everybody that I talked to, um, but saw lots of, lots of cool trucks. It's nice to see the restorations coming out and, um, you know, it was funny seeing some of the trucks that these Midwestern guys, you know, they're, they're having them trucked in from the West coast and some of these West coast shops are just, yeah, they're not doing, they're not doing good work. Um, pop-up shops, you know, they're calling them where just, they're trying to make money on, uh, on the popularity and, and they won't be around for very long because you know they're gonna get a reputation or the scout market's gonna level off and it's too hard for them to make money and they're gonna move on to the next hot thing so anyway um but yeah it was just a cool show it's always fun um we sold a lot of stuff i'm really grateful for that sold sold a lot of sheet metal and uh yeah just it was a good good time um Josie enjoyed it. She got to see everything and and uh, kind of get a feel for what I was, what I talk about when I talk about the stress of these kinds of shows. And she was a trooper through the whole thing. I, you know, I can't be grateful enough for her and how she just, no matter what disaster popped up, you know, she just was helpful and cheerful and 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 supportive and you know just was a great travel companion and, and a great helper. And, you know, I bought her a lot of Waffle House. So, uh, you know, just grateful. So anyway, uh, so that was my Nationals recap. Um, oh, you know, I got some great gifts from people. Uh, Roy gave me a reflector set, a vintage international roadside reflector set, uh, which I thought was ironic and funny because, you know, how much I breakdown or how much time I spent on the side of the road with tire problems and stuff. Uh, you know, it was a funny, ironic kind of gift. Um, and then, uh, what else did I get? Some shirts and stuff like that from people. Uh, it was great. So, um, yeah, you know, I just, uh, I had a great time and, uh, I guess they're taking next year off. The harvester homecoming is going to happen next year. And then, uh, and then nationals will happen the year after that. So um, I'll probably go to homecoming for sure uh, if they have it. I, they're supposed to, but we'll see. But anyway, um, that was the nationals recap. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it all made sense. Uh, I'm gonna have my work cut out for me putting together some trucks to get around in because now all I have left to drive is Big Connie. So thank God for that. Um, but anyway. Uh, all right, guys. Well, I'm going to wrap it up from now. So thank you for everything, all the likes, the shares, the support, 
tell your friends. Um, and uh, till next time, I'm Dan from Binder Boneyard. <laughs>